going on, everyone? Welcome to the Filipinos of Montreal podcast. This is Terry. And this is Sherry. And today we have Camille with us, joining us for our Heritage Month series. How's it going, Camille? How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing very good. How about you? Pretty hot, actually. Like, I don't, like I've just shared with you guys off air, and I'm sorry if you hear that in the background. I have no AC right now, so I'm sweating profusively. And I think the ambulance <laughs> is picking up on that. <laughs> The struggle is definitely real. So yeah, so basically our project, we really just want to sit down and get to know your story, like your experiences living uh, in the city. Right off the bat, like, did you always live around this area? Like, were you always in Montreal or were you off the city for a bit or were you off province? Were you born in Montreal? No, I was born in Quezon City in the Philippines. Oh, um, I, my entire family and I immigrated um, in 97, so I was four years old. Oh, wow. Um, and so when people tell me, oh, where's home? It's hard to, t- it's hard to say, to give them a solid answer, because it's a little bit of both. Oh. You know, so uh, home is Philippines, home is here, so. Uh, when you arrived in uh, Montreal, where did you, which area did you grow up in then? Or which area did you start um, integrating into? Uh, we we moved in with our family who they're the ones who uh, what's the word i'm looking for sponsored yes so they're the families who sponsored us our aunts and uncles um in point claire so we lived there for a short amount of time but for most of my life i've actually lived in in the lachine derval area um and then after when i um after at that, at that at some point I moved out and then that's when we moved to NDG, and then now I live off island in Saint Lazar. Oh my God! Did I ever did I ever share with you, Shari, that I used to live in Lachine too? Obviously, I was also born in the Philippines, but I was eight months when I arrived, and my first spot too was Lachine, then Dorval, then Logay. I feel like it's like the spot to be when you integrate. Oh. <laughs> at least no, one of them. Lachine- Great. There's there's the water there, and then there's the Dairy Queen. <laughs> At that point, it, oh, right. it, there was only one cool thing, and it was the Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's been there. Right by the canal, right? I think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. So um, for you, um, how did Filipino culture kind of manifest as you were growing up? Was it a big part of your life? How was that experience for you? Um, I think it creeped up kind of slowly it wasn't really something that I was conscious and I was thinking oh this is Filipino culture to me it was just my life and it was just you know my family and um and it was my identity uh it it I I think your brother who's your brother again uh Joe aka Jean-Noël I don't know yes yes (laughs) wait you know my brother um, too yeah, well, I met him through YFC. Oh, okay, okay. Were you at YFC? No. At, at no, okay. So I met him through there and when I was a teenager. And so um, when I grew up, I really only had my immediate family who were Filipino, and then everyone else around me were Quebecers, French Quebecers. Um, and at the time in Lachine Dorval, there weren't really a lot of Filipinos. Now there's a lot more Filipino, a bigger community over there, but at the time there really wasn't a lot. And so my, uh, exposure to other Filipinos really expanded once I went into high school and then I went into YFC 
and I met your brother among and Meredith and all these other people. And then I was like, oh, there's <laughs> other people who look like me and their Tagalog is just as bad as mine. You know? <laughs> Did you discover other sides of things like, hey, it's okay to like karaoke? And no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really cool. And then that's when I learned, um, uh, you know, they always say, a lot of people have different opinions about YFC and, and which is fine. Um, I'm going to take the, the, the good, all of the good things that, that I learned from it, which is, um, you know, that Filipinos really love to sing and it's not just me. And then we love to dance. And, and uh, I learned about Tinikling, which was ah. so, I never knew about it. And then, and then somehow all of my Canadian Filipino friends taught me about it and so yeah no I it was a great experience and that's kind of when things started you know my little tiny Filipino world started expanding with that in mind uh what do you think is your favorite part of the culture uh the food the food <laughs> hands down food. is there one specific dish I'm pretty sure there is in general yeah okay so I could be full but if you put this in front of me, I'm going to somehow make space in my stomach and still eat it. <laughs> oh, God, what is like it? oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what's yeah. fun? It's funny. I used to hate... on the side? Oh, of course. Same without it. Before I think I turned 13, I used to hate the mix of peanut butter because I always thought of it as a kind of like a breakfast dessert. But when I became a teenager, I could not stop eating kare kare. Especially with the bagong. Oh my god, the bagong is like, just drives me nuts. Even when there's no more meat and you just have the sauce, <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> you're like, where's the rice? <laughs> right. That's actually how I eat it. I don't yeah. care much for the meat. I just like having the sauce and the bagong. <laughs> it's, no, so it's so healthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but okay, so going back to, uh, you know, your character in general, um, I'm curious to know, because you have good energy. I sense it too from your sister. Um, what, what do you, what's your definition of uh, happiness? Like, what, what's happiness to you? What does it mean? That's a really, really, really good question. I actually wrote down some stuff. This is good. Okay. Ooh, let's hear it. Okay, so um, I'm going to back up. Sure, go ahead. Go ahead, please. A few years ago, my one of my girlfriends and I were driving uh, downtown and we decided to go partying somewhere and we're driving and uh, unfortunately I'm not paying attention I was in the passenger seat and my friend wasn't also was too busy looking for parking didn't realize that she ran a red and then we got into a car accident oh my god it was very minor um, but the car was coming towards me on my side of the car. And then all I could think of is, you know, when they say your life flashes before your eyes and things like that, that never happened to me. It became a, an insane moment of clarity. And I asked myself, did I forget to tell someone I love them? Did I forget to ask for forgiveness? And did I forget to forgive someone. Wow. Those were the only three things that I had asked myself when I know it's a little dramatic, but I genuinely thought I was gonna die. And then and then I was like, 
those were the only thoughts that came through my head. And so when you ask me what is happiness, happiness is going to bed at night knowing that everyone you love knows that you love them. Whether you've said it or whether it's through your actions, that's how I know, okay, I, I can sleep well tonight because everyone who I appreciate and, and that I've, that I, that I can't live without know about it. Yo, that's, that's amazing. And, uh, what's crazy is it's very similar to, uh, the definition I had, because for me, it's like happiness is being able to live free, but by free, I mean, being at peace and having peace of mind, right? living with no regrets and it's like it's yep. so it's so important right to just have that and that way it, as well you can really focus on the present each and every moment mm-hmm. yep yeah wow. i agree did that like change like the way um I'm, I'm guessing it definitely changed your outlook on life but like the way you go about your day every day now um i would say that creepily when I had asked myself those three questions I had checked off all the boxes and I said oh I've actually have been doing everything you know like if like if you've done me wrong I'm going to tell you that you've done me wrong and then we're going to talk about it yo I love that and if I've done you wrong I'm not going to sleep well until you and I talk about it so um Surprisingly, I, I was actually able to check off all those boxes. So the experience, if anything, uh, just reminds me to keep at it, um, you know, and to just, you know, don't forget, don't don't uh, take things for granted and don't assume that you have another day, another week, another month to patch things up with that person. Just, just do it now. My next question was going to be like, what, what do you think is the greatest uh, experience you've had that's taught you something throughout your journey? And I feel like this is also a key moment, right? <laughs> it's like you answer two and one for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, uh, I do agree that I think it's our struggles that kind of make us uh, stronger. It helps us build our character, right? But it's, it's also all about perception. And I'm happy you were able to see the bright side of things at that moment. So I'm going to flip it a bit. Now we talked about happiness. Um, growing up for me, at least, uh, I always had a very negative perception of failure. Uh, for me, it's, I don't know if it's like Asian culture or Filipino culture per se, like just being tough on grades in school. I, every time I fail at something, you know, I, it was always the end. But now like, you know, as growing up and maturing, you realize failure is part of growth. How did you perceive it when you were a kid? Um, you know, I'm a, as you know, I'm a second child. And my sister got the blunt of, as every <laughs> eldest child, right, had the strictest parents. And then you turn around, and you're like, oh, wait, your parents are, are my parents. <laughs> but she had a completely different upbringing. And so I think the whole stress about grades and, and, and things like you say, um, I can relate to it, but not as much as I think my sister, my eldest sister would. Um, and I also got really lucky. My sister has always been the one to, my biggest, biggest, biggest cheerleader. So if I wanted to do something, she's there in the background. 
yeah, you can do it. Yeah, no and like, then, <laughs> and it's such a clear visual of it too for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> She's like that for everything, which is great. It's, I'm, I'm so I'm so blessed to have a sister like that because thanks to her, I find that I'm more confident and the more I'm more adventurous and I'm like, oh yeah, you think I can do it? Okay, maybe I can do it. And so she gets in my head in a positive way. And then I just hear her cheering, go, Camille, go, Camille. And so then <laughs> it kind of propels me to to try new things and, and not be so scared, knowing that she's kind of my safety net, you know? Wow, yeah, no, def- definitely. That. <laughs> that is so cute. <laughs> yeah. It looks like you got you both had an amazing uh, upbringing. So, like, I'm curious now uh, to know, is it uh, – is there something you think that's uh, Filipino culture that you think should be shared to future generations? Ooh. I think the one of the most important things within Filipino culture to share with perhaps other cultures, is that kind of, was that kind yeah. of your question? What, yeah? what, what do you think, think is most important to share from our culture, if anything? I, I think it's, it's our, our, desire to take care of others so i know it's kind of like um i know there's a stereotype i don't know if you guys know the stereotype but apparently we're all nurses right oh and i, I kind of heard about that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the, the stereotype that we're nurses the stereotype that we're caretakers um you know it, it's it's uh, who was it i don't remember i think she was like a uh, a pageant queen or something, a, some sort of beauty pageant contestant. I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, I think it was actually um, Miss Universe. And they asked um, Miss Philippines this question and she, she answered it and she said that, you know, I, I'm not, um, I don't think it's a bad thing that we're, that people assume that I'm a nurse or people assume that we're all caretakers. I think that's a great quality. And I think that that's something that Filipinos really, really are just so good at, you know, and it's not just always about, I'm going to make money here in Canada and send it to the Philippines. It's not just about that. It's also, you know, um, Oh, I made a little extra ulam by accident. Let me pack it up and give it to my neighbor. Um, oh, I can see that uh, their grass is a little, it's, it's getting a little long on our shared area. Let me also mow that little part. So like, I find that only, that it's not, it's not um, such a bad stereotype to, to call us, you know, um, caregivers. I think it's also something really beautiful that, that we have as Filipinos and it's something that we uh that shows just how it can, like can you imagine an entire country full of people and you all assume that we're all nurses like, that, says a, that says a lot about how the rest of the world perceives us and it's like oh that means that you're willing to put in the time you're willing to put in the hours for others to take care of others to to put yourself like frontline workers you know like um, I, I think that that's the, the best thing that I would share uh, that's part of the Filipino culture that I would love to, to pass on to other cultures and to future generations. And that I hope that 
future Filipinos continue on this beautiful stereotype and and uh, and that it just you know that it continues to touch other people for the better I actually just suddenly remembered there is this sorry if I'm like going yeah, off go no no please such an amazing answer so I'm, I'm like yeah. you got me captivated <laughs> you know so and I've never heard that that version of the stereotype of being a nurse and how you see it is such a fresh perspective for me so please go on Oh, <laughs> this is um, uh, another uh, stereotype that someone had uh, was like asked about me. So I went to Vancouver uh, a year or two ago and um, I was on my way to the hotel. So I was meeting my boyfriend there. And then uh, so I, I got to the airport and then there's a free shuttle from the airport to the hotel. So I'm in the shuttle and I'm by myself and the bus driver is super nice. She's chit-chatting with me. She's Caucasian, okay? And so she's making small talk. Oh, what are you doing? What's your name? Na, na, na. Who are you here to see? And then she goes, uh, so what do you do? And at the time I was um, doing a lot of weddings. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah but on kind of like, uh, at the same time, I was, because as you know, weddings are mostly on the weekends. So you have Monday to Friday that's available. So then I also had a second job. So the lady goes, so what do you do? And I said, oh, I actually do weddings. And she said, no way. That's so interesting. Let me guess. You have a second job. Wow. And then I go, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did you, how did you know that? <laughs> and then she started telling me about how all these Filipinos in her neighborhood or and at work all have second jobs. And so she said, oh, I just, I just knew because you're Filipino. So you must have a second job. <laughs> oh, this, Shari, does this, does this not sound familiar? I love your answers because they're very similar to what we've had before. And it's, it just makes me really happy to hear, you know, it's like these, these, these positive aspects yeah. of, our, of our being. For, for, for a moment, as soon as she said it, I was like, I was like, hey, like, what are you saying? You know, where we're, we can't have just one job, you know? And, and then I was like, and then I was upset with myself for a moment for fitting into her stereotype. <laughs> and then I, was, and I, had, I, I calmed down for a second. I was like, no, you know what? That's not what she meant. And because she was saying it with a smile on her face. I was like, that's not what she meant. She meant that you're Filipino. You must be hardworking. Yeah, we you love know? to hustle. We love to hustle. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Shari, before moving on to uh, the next section of the podcast, I want to know if you had any closing thoughts or questions for Camille. Ooh. Um, so you mentioned earlier how... Um, uh, I was gonna say you've been around, but that's what I mean. Like, um, let's keep like that in the edit, okay? <laughs> you've lived through like, uh, I mean, lived in like different neighborhoods within the island of Montreal, like now out of it, right? Um, so I was wondering if, like, your Filipino identity, like, ever came into play, like, if you ever had to question yourself, like, whether you were in Saint Lazar or like in Cotonej or MBG, where uh, oh, I'm not that Filipino after all, or, or this place is like 
and making me even more Filipino? Like, did you ever have to question that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, living, having lived in NDG, I realized that I wasn't Filipino enough <laughs> and I needed to up my game. <laughs> and so I, I like, I would go crazy at Kim Fat. <laughs> what made you think that, though, that you were not Filipino enough? Um, I think being surrounded by more Filipinos. Mm. I don't know why. You can't help but compare yourself and 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 then just say, could you hear them, right? And like in the street, and you go, and I'm thinking, man, they speak so good. You know, <laughs> they, they're they're so articulate and they speak so fast and I wish I could speak Tagalog like that. And then um, they're just the, the people that I would come across on the street and NDG, they're always so friendly and they call you Aten, Kuya. And, and even though they don't know you, they go right away for that um, sign of respect. And then, and you can't help but think, man, I should be, I should go around and call people ate and kuya more often because it's just so nice and it's so friendly and why not, you know, and, and I should make more of an effort to speak, to try to speak Tagalog and, and, um, and brush up on my, you know, soap operas and things like that, <laughs> just to have something, you know, to talk, to talk to them about and, I don't know, and coming, having moved from a very very dense area to saint lazar off island just in case you don't know where saint lazar is it's past vaudreuil okay what it's i thought it was before Vaud is okay. it like before or after we go before we go it's before we go it's it before we go oh, okay um but it's you, you still have to drive past vaudreuil to get to my place and now that i'm here and there are no Filipinos around. I was going to say, you're the only one yeah, there. I was ask, like, <laughs> how's life as a Filipino in St. Lazar? Uh, I'm like the token, we're like the token Asian people here. Uh, and so I have to kind of, uh, have to like show my, you know, heritage and be proud. And, <laughs> and uh, before we were, um, before this whole like COVID thing, uh, you know, we we were super nice and close with our neighbors, and um, they were like, "Oh, let's uh, do you want to do like a little potluck type Aww. thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So then I was like, "Let's go super Filipino on their ass," you know. So then <laughs> we went and got um, we went and got pusit and grilled oh, it, wow. tomatoes and onions, and then nice. served soy sauce and we're like with rice and we're like here <laughs> oh my god legit too like uh filipino <laughs> i think filipino parties growing up as a kid it, it made me realize that it's not every culture that feeds you with a full plate of food when you go to like parties i was like we're really fortunate to be like willing to feed each other i guess that goes again too how we like to take care of each other right so we're just always yeah. food ready and your pizza is like Oi, you're not eat some more. I'm like, oh my god, all right, fine. I'm already full, but sure, why not? But uh, that's one thing I appreciate. Yeah. Um, but like you said, um, I think parts of me that and that I need to improve as being a Filipino is my Tagalog. I visited the Philippines last year and I love having like, you know, deep in-depth talks with my friends. 
then I realized I couldn't make that connection with my family in the Philippines because just my language um, level wasn't there. And it, it kind of made me sad. Mm-hmm. But, and they kind of knew I was trying. So it was great because they actually started speaking English to me to kind of like bridge that gap. So I'm yeah. like, but it took me like maybe two weeks to try and figure, oh my God, how do I connect with my family? Because I felt so disconnected. Yeah. But, yeah. Guilty of that. It, it, it's really tough. Um, but I think as long as you try and they, they are trying, then I think that the, the, the love, you can still feel the love come mm-hmm. across. A willingness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> earlier in the podcast we talked about home and you couldn't tell yet if home was philippines or home is in canada what yeah. is that what is home to you though what is that definition for you right now whoa yeah no i'm just curious Over i'm there. curious <laughs> i know well if i'm talking to a fellow fellow filipino and i'm talking about philippines and then i ask you hey shari when are you going back home you know that I'm talking about the Philippines. That's true. Uh, I actually say that too. Yeah. Yo, she good. She good. Yeah. We can That's end it right here. Answer. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think, I think no matter where we go and no matter where we are in our lives, the Philippines will always be home. Um, but I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say because I'm sure you've you've felt this way too, where you feel like you're caught in between two cultures, and you, and for some reason we feel like we have to choose one. And I don't know. It, it's a very good question. I I don't know what to to answer you exactly. That um, was a good answer, though. That was already a great answer, and I do agree. It's like part of me too has been caught with being me, the indiv- individual, or me the community that I'm part of, and it's hard to be distinct, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah. That was a great answer. <laughs> Yo, Camille, thanks so much. We're going to move towards now what we call the fastball questions. Okay. So basically, you have 60 seconds to answer twi- 10 questions, 10 questions, as best as you can. We're going to start as soon as you hear the bell that's going to be hit by Shari. Should I show, um, should I show the timer? Is that going to make you nervous? Uh, that's her call. <laughs> <laughs> I think it will. I think. <laughs> okay, okay, good. Okay, I won't do it. All right. We'll have a timer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm nervous for you. I don't know why. So <laughs> scared. Why are you psyching her out? Sorry. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the the buildup is worse. <laughs> you got this. You got this. Okay. Though. Are we ready? Okay. Here we go. Favorite Filipino food. Can I get it? Go to karaoke song. Oh, 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 Bed of Roses. <laughs> oh. Nice. Favorite spot in Montreal? Uh, Kalem. Name a Filipino dish that starts with the first letter of your first name. Oh my gosh, Camille, again? No, I can't. It's K. Kare, 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 kare. I'm helping you. First Tagalog word that comes to mind. Oh, it's a bad word. Go for it. Antot. <laughs> Greatest of all time. What? Anything. Pass. Okay. Langonisa or Tocino? Langonisa. 20 seconds. Favorite old school gem? <laughs> what, 10 what, seconds. What, what's on your Netflix right now? Um, um, the one with Mindy Kaling. Uh, the, 
I have mad eyes. Okay. Okay. Well, can we give her the last question? Have yeah, her try. Yeah, let her do it. Okay. She lost though. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was so tough. <laughs> well, imagine this. The last question. <laughs> the last question let do, was. Yeah, let, her do, let her do all the questions. The last question was spell your last name backwards. This is Shari's question, by the way. So, yeah. She, I uh, I fucked up already. G N I T G I B. No, fucked up. I cannot. <laughs> Great attempt, <Yeah>. though. <laughs> Yo, Camille, thanks, man. I'm, I'm letting you know now you did amazing. You had so many great quotable moments. Honestly, there's so much more. Good, I can't yeah. wait to, to look through once, once we're reviewing this. Thank you. Um, Thanks for sharing. Yeah, definitely. The last thing I want to ask you, is there any, is there any person or organization you'd love, you love to bring awareness to or give a shout-out to? I'm like, I think I'm overthinking it. I'm trying to be super thoughtful and like oh yeah let me think of something no i can't think of anything um the the only thing i i would have to say is just uh i really want to thank um our prime minister this sounds cheesy but i think he's been doing a great job and uh other except for that moistly moment that which was all those songs and the memes were great and also you know Legault is doing a great job so I just want to shout the, them out I guess because um, this was this has been a crazy couple of months I don't know about you guys yeah. but it's been crazy 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 and I think if we didn't have uh, leaders who are so constant and so present and there every single day for an hour answering questions and things like that. Then I don't think, I think we would have like spiraled and and you know who knows where we would, we would be right now. It'd be chaos. It'd be chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Camille, thanks so much for joining us for uh, the Filipino Heritage Month series. Um, looking forward to seeing you in person, hopefully sometime yeah. soon, and maybe Saint Lazar. <laughs> I have to find a Absolutely. place in. <laughs> But yeah, thanks again for today. Shari, for Filipinos in Montreal, we out. Thanks so much.